My name is Zach Como, and you're listening to the My Tech Decisions Podcast. to the podcast. Like I said, my name is Zach and I'm your host. Um, today's episode is about unified communications and collaboration technology and how it can help uh, your company get the job done regardless of where your employees are. Uh, a lot of companies were quickly forced to adapt uh, to a uh, remote and hybrid work model in the last few months because of the COVID-19 crisis and that's giving rise to unified communications and collaboration technology. In large part, it was already there, but we're just kind of making more use of it now. And to talk about that is Hans de Kaiser. I hope I'm saying that right. I'm sorry, Hans, if I'm not. But he's the vice president of sales for Barco's Enterprise Division. Uh, we talk about uh, the return on investment that many companies are seeing as they dive into those UCC solutions. Before we get to the interview, here's a quick reminder that the My Tech Decisions podcast is available on iTunes and the Google Play Store. Download and subscribe to hear weekly interviews with experts in IT, cybersecurity, unified communications, cloud computing, audiovisual systems, and more. And now here's the interview. So very simply, you know, what what is the ROI of unified communications? Yeah. So um, the way the way we look at it is, or I think the way many people in the industry look at it is that like corporate enterprises are trying to increase productivity all the time, their bottom line, right? So productivity needs to increase year after year. And collaboration is one way to achieve it. Because if teams collaborate better, um, there is more engagement uh, by leveraging collaboration tools, then the meetings have better outcomes and uh, they come up with ideas or the Simply the tools work well, are easy to work with, and the meeting can be shorter. Um, you know, that's that's productivity. That's bottom line. That's ROI, right? And and that's uh, sometimes I uh, I uh, when I say this, it sounds too qualitative and not with numbers, right? But if you if you um, if you do calculations like, you know. Um, meetings are efficient and uh, there's no time lost 10 minutes early in the meeting uh, because people are struggling with technology, for instance. Well, if you have six high-profile, expensive people with high salaries, uh, you know, 10 minutes, each one of them, and this happens meeting after meeting after meeting, you can get to an ROI calculation very, very quickly, right? Mm-hmm. So that's what you can do if, if, if you really want to push it down to numbers. But on a high level, it's the, it's productivity, it's collaboration, it's engagement, right? Mm. That's what it is. Yeah, can you speak more to, to that productivity piece? How you know how does uh, UC um, help improve productivity? Um, first of all, I mean, with this pandemic, uh, the, I think UC has been adopted so highly. Uh, and it came from the employees up. It was not something mandated. So it's the 
it was kind of the self-inflicted adoption uh, that uh, that happened. Um, and um, so uh, people have found they weren't productive anymore uh, because they couldn't communicate. So a very basic need has been solved. Mm. And so they are able to uh, communicate. But um, you also hear from time to time that people are very tired, have, I have a, I need to go to the chiropractor with a stiff neck from all the time looking at the screen because in the office you, you, you sit down in a huddle space or you walk around and so on, right? So I am, I'm, I can't do this for eight hours and keep do, sitting in the same way and doing, doing the same thing. So, so I've been looking for ways as well to keep my productivity up, uh, right? That I can keep going and I'm, and I'm not tired. I, I don't have eye fatigue or body fatigue or whatever. So, and I've seen people do, do, interesting, uh, do interesting things. Uh, number one, um, just doing uh, uh, external hosting of communication events with the standard tools like WebEx and so on, and like webinars, people got tired about it. So people are more doing all-in virtual events that are much more interactive with pause moments of music in there. Practically what I've done in my home office, I painted uh, one side of my wall uh, into, um, you know, whiteboard paint, right, that I used. And I have a setup where uh, I have my webcam like now, but I can switch into an other uh, camera, more like a professional grade meetup Logitech camera. And that when I switch, that camera looks at my whiteboard and I stand up and do some whiteboard session. And it's, in, again, this word engaging, it's engaging for me, you know, I have a different posture. I engage in a different way and it's engaging for the people remotely. And, you know, we're, we're doing human things again, right? We're feeling the connection and we're engaging. So for me, all of that are examples of uh, trying to be productive. Now, we see, you see tools more and more adding uh, uh, functionality within their tools, right? So we saw people quickly uh, following Zoom with, amount, with the amount of people you can see on the screen. You can do more with Teams today than two months ago. And, uh, and, um, but, you know, um, now, uh, if, you then, if you then talk about productivity and uh, what's the new normal going to be, because today I'm in the office, right? I'm, I'm, you know, I go into the office one to two times a week and for the rest I work from home. I'm kind of, you know, I'm happy to settle into that for the rest of my working life. And I think a lot of people will land there, right? So, so what's the right productivity going to be now in the, in the office, right? So we hear, we hear a lot that in the past it was all about the huddle spaces, but now we're probably going back more into bigger meeting rooms that are allowing the social distance. And when people go back to the office, are they going to be happy to look again at where is this touch panel? Oh, touch panel, I need to touch it. Oh, I don't want to touch stuff anymore, right? And how did this, oh, this looks antiquated, this touch interface. Oh my God, can't I just do things like I do at home of my laptop? Right, so people are going to expect to do the same thing, um, 
as they're, they're doing from home. So I think those adjustments will have to happen in the office to, uh, uh, to be productive. Otherwise, people aren't going to uh, accept it anymore. So I'm not, I'm not sure, Zach, if these are answers to your questions, oh, but yeah, you yeah, let yeah, me yeah. know, right? Yeah. Um, well, you know, what, what are the cost savings with the unified communications platform? I'm not sure I can give you an answer, an answer there. Um, 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 because uh, unified communication is being used when people are remote or in different locations. And their means of communicating right. is that, right? So I'm not using a fixed phone anymore. And I'm also experiencing that if I call somebody through my cell phone, you know, through carriers, it's like, huh, we're talking again over age-old cell phone. Funny, right? So, so I think it's a, it's a given uh, right uh, now. But the, um, what we have done some research around is, um, so I think it's the, the sum of unified communication and making it work in your room environment uh, because that's often a, a, a challenge um, because if you come into your room environment with your, uh, I mean, people don't waste time typically uh, when they're in the, on their desk or they're at home and they just have to click and the call starts, Right. But when they, when people start to go back to the office and it's hybrid, it's office and remote. Yeah. So when you're in the office, often the technology struggle is there because, okay, how do I now make the link from um, my call with the remote people that I can work off my laptop with the camera of my laptop? Of my web or my webcam, which I don't have with me, but I have other people in this meeting room, two other people. So I need to connect with the camera and the audio here in the room, right? So we, we've done research that about 12% of the time spent in the meeting room is struggling with that type of stuff, mm. right? And um, we've also done research. Um, um, that says that 57% of the people want shorter meetings. Right. Uh, so, um, and so per our research, the perfect length of a meeting is 27 minutes. So I think, I think uh, encouraging people to be crisp and have shorter meetings and avoiding this technology waste of time by... Um, when people come back that off their laptop, they can easily bridge into the, um, into the uh, leveraging the camera and the speaker of the meeting room. Uh, those, are, those are the places where you can save time and where the ROI can be huge. So for me, it's the combo of the UC. It's, you said this is about IT and it's about AV. So, so to me, it's bridging. So, UC comes from the IT side. And then when we're going to do hybrid meetings in the meeting with remote people, we use AV tools uh, as well. And so bridging these two and that being frictionless, right? So, and if it's frictionless, we will adopt the solution, we will use it, and we will use the richer engagement tools within the solution. So when you do all of that, that's where your ROI lies. Right. Kind of, it's kind of another way of asking about the the cost savings, but you know, how can UC help a business 
you save money. I, I think the obvious one is things like reduced travel. Um, um, you know, they can probably save money on um, their their physical real estate since they don't need um, a big office if they're going to have some employees uh, stay at home. You know, things like that. You know, what, what else? You're right. The travel one is the obvious one, but I think the other one to you inspired me to to throw in the other one, which is analytics. Uh, right, because the UC tools uh, can provide feedback uh, on, um, you know, how long the meeting lasted, uh, how many participants there were, um, some measurement of how engaged they were, who shared content. Was it only one person sharing right. or did we have multiple people sharing? So th- those are engagement uh, uh, elements, right? And But not only the UC tool, again, UC and AV in the meeting room, there's a lot of talk about investments of tracking people like um, measurement devices, um, uh, uh, independent of the UC tool can also measure how many people are in the meeting room, right? Uh, audio speakers uh, can give you feedback. Um, our own ClickShare conference can tell you also who shared and who just participated, right? And so if, if you collect that data, then you get insights about how productive your meetings work were and uh, manufacturers and resellers alike towards the end user can provide feedback to improve uh, those meetings. And uh, so those are measurement tools to improve your engagement and hence your ROI. So I think analytics is a big one that needs to be thrown in this conversation too. Mm. Instant messaging and presence. Yep. What, what I, th- I guess the easy example is Microsoft Teams tells you if this person's available, if or not, if they're in a meeting and whatnot. And I think okay. that kind of takes... The time and hassle out of out of trying to figure that out, you know. On- Correct, because people actually use uh, the team's uh, visibility whether somebody available, whether you will contact him or not. I agree. Uh, so, so the broader word is presence detection, and then a broader. So, and we were talking about people, but you can even drag it further and do like talk about asset detection. So, so for instance, um, uh, you're back in the office and um, you want to set up a call. Some of them, you don't need video. Uh, some of them, you need video. So um, you sh- why, don't, why don't we see in our tools when we book a meeting that this meeting room is video enabled and the other one not? Right. So, so we have thoughts with our ClickShare app to, to cover that, but, but I would drag it even further, not just person, but asset availability and what the, what the abilities of the assets are, you know, that, that you, we should have visibility to, uh, uh, to that. Right. right. How do you um, convince uh, an organization that, it, that they're probably a little bit behind the eight ball in, in migrating. I would say I would say I would say that their employees have spoken for them by empowering themselves through this pandemic. Right. And we all know that the challenge between uh, an organization wanting to standardize on one thing, one way of working, one UC platform for that matter, versus employees in this pandemic self-empowering themselves and just, you know, downloading the Zoom app and going with it and making sure they can communicate. I think it's about um, 
following that and uh, keeping their employees empowered. And uh, to the point of, you talk a lot about UC, but there are many different UC platforms, right? right. So, uh, so companies want to standardize, but the reality is, you know, um, you meet with uh, uh, external people who set up a call that you participate. That could be something else. So if you standardize on WebEx, you're probably going to use Zoom and Teams anyhow as well in certain calls. So the agnosticity of, of, um, of solutions is very important to allow your people um, to um, in your meeting rooms to work with solutions that they can just come in and bring their own meeting off their laptop, whatever you see platform it is, and let them easily work into the room like that. I think the days are over of hardware, hardwired solutions that force you to work with a certain tool. I think those days are over. Uh, the pandemic has happened and your employees have spoken and the adoption is there. Otherwise, it takes you as an organization two to three years to get such an adoption achieved. Yeah. It has happened. Yeah. Yeah. There, I mean, there's, the, the marketplace is, is too crowded to just, you know, be, be limited to one platform. Yeah, and and um, you know you, you're not you're not just communicating with your own employees, right? right. You're yeah. communicating with vendors, with customers, mm -hmm. you know, whatever. Yeah. yeah, with media people, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, <laughs> you, you set up Zoom, and I participate Zoom. We don't use Zoom; we use Teams and WebEx. But anyhow, yeah. it can work, right? So we're doing Aren't it. Aren't all three supposed to be interoperable uh, pretty soon? Uh, they are, you hear some noise that they're working on one-on-one -on -one things, right? But that's not the same as one-to-many. Mm. Uh, uh, so that's point number one. Secondly, at the end of the day, um, um, not everybody is, uh, um, they will do it within their own objective uh, to rule the world, of course. <laughs> yeah, of course. So, yeah. right. So, uh, there's, yes, uh, there's going to be, but always, I would say, to some extent, mm. right? Yeah, that's my yeah. expectation. At least. It's, in it's interesting um, how Zoom is sort of uh, on its own as a video application, whereas Teams is really included in true unified communications platform of, of Microsoft 365. So a lot of people are saying Teams is going to come out ahead of, of Zoom uh, fairly soon. Well, Teams has the advantage that it uh, uh, has a much broader scope, yeah. right? Your Teams channels, uh, the link with your OneDrives and files management. Yeah, exactly. It has a much broader scope, so it has that huge opportunity, of course, yeah. that it's a full workflow versus just a UC communication tool, right? Yeah. Uh, that and it's, and it's installed on millions of uh, PCs already. But Zoom is following uh, quickly. I think Zoom did have an issue for a moment with security there, as yeah. you saw too. They reacted yeah. quickly. I think that's acknowledged. Uh, yeah, I think... Um, I think they, they both have a space, but uh, in the corporate space, I think uh, Teams is moving forward uh, pretty quickly as a workflow right. solution. Yeah, great, very good. All right, well, thank you very much. I appreciate your time. Thank you, Zach. Take care. Good luck. You're welcome. Thanks for listening to another episode of the My Tech Decisions podcast, where it's our mission to help you make technology decisions for your company. If you'd like to learn more, head to mytechdecisions.com 
or follow us on Twitter at MyTechDecisions. You can also catch me on Twitter at ZWCobo. Until next time.